The people walking in darkness have seen a great light, and on those living in the land of deep darkness a light has dawned. Every warrior's boot used in battle, and every garment rolled in blood, will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 and 5 through 7. One of the first indications of the Christmas season is the appearance of lights. Lights on trees, candles in windows, radiance everywhere. The Christmas lights of New York City delight even blasé residents. Everything seems to be wrapped in millions and millions of stars. This is appropriate because December 25th follows the darkest time of the year in the Mediterranean world in Europe, where Christmas celebrations took shape. But the lights are not just decorative, they are symbolic. The Darkness of the World No matter what you want to do in a room, you have to first turn on the light or you can't see to do anything else. Christmas contains many spiritual truths, but it will be hard to grasp the others unless we grasp this one first. That is, that the world is a dark place, and we will never find our way or see reality unless Jesus is our light. Matthew, quoting Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 and 2, tells us, The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death a light has dawned. Matthew chapter 4, verse 16. John says about Jesus, The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. John, chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. How is the world dark? In the Bible, the word darkness refers to both evil and ignorance. It means first that the world is filled with evil and untold suffering. Look at what was happening at the time of the birth of Jesus. Violence, injustice, abuse of power, homelessness, refugees fleeing oppression, families ripped apart, and bottomless grief. Sounds exactly like today. The other way our world is in the dark is that no one knows enough to cure the evil and suffering in it. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light, is a famous Christmas text, enshrined in Handel's Messiah as one of the prophecies of the birth of Jesus. It is the end of Isaiah chapter 8, however, that explains why we need the light from God. In verses 19 and 20, we see people consulting mediums and magicians instead of God. Then, the chapter ends, Distressed and hungry, they will roam through the land. They will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom. Verses 21 and 22. What's going on here? They are looking toward the earth and to human resources to fix the world. They are looking to their experts, to the mystics, to the scholars, for solutions. Yes, they say, we are in darkness, but we can overcome it ourselves. People make the same claim today. Some look more to the state, some more to the market, and everyone looks to technology. Yet, they share the identical assumption. Things are dark, but we believe we can end that darkness with intellect and innovation. Years ago, I read an ad in the New York Times that said, The meaning of Christmas is that love will triumph, 
and that we will be able to pull together a world of unity and peace. In other words, we have the light within us, and so we are the ones who can dispel the darkness of the world. We can overcome poverty, injustice, violence, and evil. If we work together, we can create a world of unity and peace. Can we? One of the most thoughtful world leaders of the late 20th century was Vaclav Havel, the first president of the Czech Republic. He had a unique vantage point from which to peer deeply into both socialism and capitalism, and he was not optimistic that either would, by itself, solve the greatest human problems. He knew that science, unguided by moral principles, had given us the Holocaust. He concluded that neither technology, nor the state, nor the market alone, could save us from nuclear conflict, ethnic violence, or environmental degradation. Pursuit of the good life will not help humanity save itself, nor is democracy alone enough, Havel said. A turning to and seeking of God is needed. The human race constantly forgets, he added, that he is not God.